Hi everyone, Leslie here. On today's episode 41, I have the pleasure of having a wonderful conversation that was lots of fun with Katie Tovey Grinley from the UK. Katie is a social media coach who loves to help women in business monetize their social media in an authentic and organic way. No fancy funnels or camping out on social media required. She has spent the past six years helping hundreds of women business owners feel confident with their social media and has taught them how to monetize their social media audience even if they have a small following. Katie is going to share some great Insta tips for attracting your ideal client and these tips are super simple to apply right away. So stay tuned and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and I am here today with Katie Toby Grinley. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, yes, okay. <laughs> she is a social media coach who helps women in business develop a social media strategy and viral content to increase sales. I am excited about today's topic because we are talking all things IG, all things Instagram, when to post, how to post, what to post. And I feel like it's a really, it can be a really complicated platform for anyone that's kind of just getting started with trying to market their business or their services in there. So I love this topic and I love that Katie is here to share with us just her knowledge and her wisdom. So jump right in, Katie, share a little bit about yourself and uh, tell us something that we don't already know. <laughs> well, hello. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on your podcast, Leslie. It's such a pleasure to be here and talk about one of my favorite things, Instagram. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. So a little bit about yourself. Um, where do you live? Because you're not Obviously, people can hear your diet in the U.S. So where do you live, uh, family, you know, how did you get into uh, what you do for work? Um, share all of that with us. So, yes, as you could probably tell by my accent, I'm not from the States. I live in the U.K. Um, I live here with my husband and our three dogs. They are my fur kids. Awesome. <laughs> I can tell your background. I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a bit of a crazy dog lady. Um, so I got started with social media because um, so in 2011, I came out of the Royal Navy. And I, when I came out, I was quite smug that I was going to be able to get a job where I used to work with um, the Environment Agency, which is like a branch of the government here in the UK. So I was quite smart thinking, oh, it's fine. I'll get a job, you know, where I used to work. And of course, we were in um, a recession um, in 2011. So I could not go back to my old job. It did not exist. So um, we had just got um, one of our dogs. Um, and so I thought, oh, I'll start doing dog walking. And in, within six months of starting that business, I actually became fully booked and the other local dog walkers were like, Katie, how have you done that? That's amazing. And I was like, oh, I did like this social media course and it taught me how to market myself online. And they were like, oh, can you teach us? And I was like, of course I can. So um, I was doing dog walking and I was teaching my fellow local dog walkers how to market themselves and their business on 
social media. It was Facebook back then in 2011. Um, and then I realized actually having their friends then contact me that there was a real gap in the market for um, pet business owners learning how to market themselves on social media. So I actually started a business alongside my dog walking, just teaching pet business owners how to market themselves and how to use social media. I did lots more courses to, you know, really, um, um, you know, go forward with social media and learn more and more and more. And I kind of just became obsessed and the, the dog walking kind of got less and less and the social media got more and more. And then, um, yeah, in 2018, I completely rebranded to not just help pet business owners, but women in business, because that was who I really wanted to help in, just not women in business who were in the pet industry. So that's how I started. That's awesome. You know, every time I hear someone's story of like getting started with something that they really, truly enjoy and are passionate about, it always, almost always stems from like someone asked me that and then I started helping them and then I kind of figured out that I actually really like doing this and that there was a need for it. So why not create a business? So I love that you did that, especially so early on because I don't know about you, but I don't remember hearing a lot about courses and all this social media strategy back then. I mean, for me, yeah, it's it a little new. Yeah, it was a bang, but you kind of had to like dig quite hard for it. For it. Like I feel now it's quite noisy, you know, you hear about it, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that was the, you know, one of the problems back then you didn't hear about it. So when I was when I started teaching, you know, officially in 2014, it was, it was new. And I was actually the first one in the pet industry oh. to be teaching people it. So yeah, really interesting to see. Awesome. Well, and you know what, and I, I feel like trailblazers are amazing because you have to have a lot of courage, number one, to try something that not everyone else or that no one else is really trying at that time kind of have that courage to say well let me try it if it works great if it doesn't great like at least now i know but i love that you were willing to because i feel like someone else that would have gotten that hunch of oh let me try this might not have actually moved forward and then they would have totally missed out so i love that you had that courage to go with your gut thank you yeah i definitely had just I think it was the passion inside of me, like, no, I want to be able to help these people that just, you know, the, the courage didn't come into it. I think it was just, I was so passionate about it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get into um, Instagram because as I mentioned earlier, it is, I feel like a lot of the platforms, if not all of them have so many components to them that it's hard to figure out what to do, when to do it, how to do it, um, without it taking us all day to figure it out every day. So for Instagram, we're going to focus on Instagram because like I was telling you earlier, I'm sure with your knowledge of these many years of experience, you can probably teach us quite a few episodes of all the different platforms. <laughs> um, but today we're going to focus on Instagram. So tell us a little bit more about um, Instagram and how it works and how often people should post. Like, I guess all things Instagram that you know, if you wouldn't mind just sharing uh, bits and pieces of it. Of course. So Instagram is a, a wonderful platform because it's so visual. And of course, we always love things that are very visual and pleasing to the eye. And I think that's why Instagram is just 
so popular. Um, so Instagram is just great for product and service-based um, business owners. So don't be put off if you are a service-based um, business owner. It can definitely work for you. Um, and it's just a great place to connect on a much deeper level, I, I feel, um, with your audience than you can, like, for example, on Facebook or Pinterest or on Twitter. Um, and why I love Instagram for that is because there are the, you know, like we were saying, there's the different aspects of it. So you have the Instagram grid, you have Instagram stories, you have IGTV. Just on that platform, there's so many ways that you can interact with your audience. So if you don't like being on camera, you can post a photo. If you love being on camera, then you know you can be on stories and IGTV. Um, and I just love how um, you know people get together around certain topics as well. Like I guess this is um, you know viable for any of the social media platforms, but I feel like there's a real sense of community on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I just I just absolutely love it. And I think some people are put off because they have to have this perfect photo. And that is just not the case on Instagram anymore. You don't have to have that gorgeous, perfect created feed. You can show up as yourself. You can show up raw and real. Um, and yeah, those the, the days of the perfect feed are, are kind of long gone. Yes, I agree. I agree. Do you feel like people are just wanting more of the realness of people's lives? Like that's kind of what they're more attracted to now. I feel like in the last year, that's kind of what I've noticed more and more where, you know, it still can look nice. Like that doesn't mean that you get away from it looking pretty because it's kind of like a little photo album, but where it's, there's more, I feel like people are going on there more for the content than for the prettiness of it. Yeah, I agree because like now there's this big, big thing about Insta reality and Insta real life. So sometimes people will post that perfect Instagram stage photo and then the next photo, um, you know, when you swipe through is actually like how they've got the photo or the craziness <laughs> that's been involved in the photo. And actually... I, I love it when they do that because it just brings in the realness and the humor into that account. Yes. Well, cause you're right. I feel like sometimes we, well, back in the day when I would see these like beautiful photos, it was like, Ooh, you know, you just think those of us that don't really know much about photography or all the work that it entails to create this picture. We just think it was like snap and they were done. And I love what you said because I've seen some stories of people or even like you said, you swipe to the right and there's like a few different uh, photos that show them how they got it. And it was like, it was all this work of moving and positioning and the lighting. And it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And you don't, you don't realize that actually they've taken a hundred photos to get that one perfect photo. <laughs> right, right. I have found for me, like that when I follow people, it's yes, the picture is attractive. So, you know, obviously you want it to be like a nice picture. It doesn't have to be a perfect one, but a nice one. But whatever they write, like the actual text, the content of it, that's kind of what I enjoy reading. Um, or with the stories, obviously, you know, I enjoy listening or 
them sharing like real stuff, not just like, Hey, I'm here in my yacht, but it's more of, you know, this is what I struggle with, or these are some tips or, you know, just things that are actually useful for like the normal person. That's not, you know, millionaire, I guess. Yes, definitely. Um, so it's realness, but it's, um, being able to resonate with your audience as well as show up as that leader or that authoritative figure but at the same time it all comes down to posting relevant content that is you know of value to your ideal client so if you are posting things that you know does not resonate with them or is not of value to them that's where you're just gonna like lose followers or have like the most random people follow you and then probably maybe after a while they'll unfollow you because they don't really know what your Instagram account is about. So my first tip really is your content. Think of who you are trying to attract on Instagram. So your ideal client, so what are their problems? You know, what can you help them with? Um, and as well, like it doesn't have to be like this groundbreaking advice some of my most basic tips have been the most popular posts. So what I think of as basic has just been like, like exploded because my audience were like, oh my goodness, that was so helpful. Thank you, Katie. And I think sometimes when we're in like our niche, because we're the expert, we forget actually that people need to know the basics. Yes. Um, and we kind of just forget, you know, oh yeah, I forget people don't know this because, you know, you've been talking about it for however long. Yes. Oh, I love that because I just spoke with someone yesterday and I had mentioned something and they were like, oh my gosh, I've never heard that. Like, thank you for sharing. And it's something that's been in my brain forever. Like for as long as I can remember, this is knowledge that I had, but I learned somewhere along the way, but it's become such a second nature to me that I don't, I never stopped to think about the fact that there's people that have never heard about it or have never heard that specific phrase. So what do you recommend that people do with that kind of information? So let's say, do you, do you recommend that they just kind of post tips that they just know that are so, like, maybe even if they wonder, like, I know this, I've known this forever. Like, I wonder if other people don't, do you recommend that they just kind of post stuff and see kind of what it is that yeah so social media is literally like a testing ground you have to so if you're not sure as well like what your ideal clients will find helpful i recommend getting them on the phone and surveying them so 10 to 15 people who you think or your ideal client and just ask them if they'll hop on you know a zoom call with you for half an hour um, usually most people are quite happy to help you if you're finding it a struggle then you can kind of say oh no you know have you got an hour of your time it's half an hour of interview and you know half an hour I'll give you you know some free advice but um yeah the best thing to do if you don't know what their pain points are how you can help them or you know what they are finding helpful survey them and really listen as well to the language they are using because you then want to use that in your post. So you always want to be trying to use their language where possible. I love that. I've heard that before and the first time I heard it, which was very recent, I was like, oh my gosh. And the first time I did it, like I got all these comments and I was like, 
this works. Yeah. Um, because like you said, it just, it resonates. And I remember one person said, oh my gosh, it's like you were in my head. Like it was like you knew what I was thinking. And it was kind of like, well, because someone very similar to you said this. And I just kind of, you know, obviously use it because they might not be able to relate to me all the time. Because again, we're always growing and learning. But if you can, like you said, listen to what the women or the men that you're trying to serve are saying and what their, you know, problems are or concerns or obstacles and kind of use that and turn it around. I agree. I, I tried it and I was pretty shocked just because I had never done it. So the, the very first time I did it, it was like someone, you know, commented and I was pretty excited. So thank you for yeah. sharing. Okay, so I'm going to interrupt for just a couple minutes. And the reason I'm interrupting is because I am here to extend a very amazing invitation just for you. And the invitation is to join me for the free nine-day Master Your Mindset Challenge. There is one thing that has a huge potential to impact your failure or success, and that's your mindset. And if it isn't in the right place, well, you probably won't be either. We all know that what we focus on and think about expands. Learning to Master your mindset means you can fight back the fear, take action, and achieve the success that you desire. I created this free challenge for you because I believe that taking a few steps to improve your mindset can set off a chain reaction that can improve your life, your business, and even how you feel every single day. So are you ready to join me? Go ahead and go to www.weleadsociety.com forward slash M-Y-M. Again, that's weleadsociety.com forward slash M-Y-M. So if you're ready to join me, I will definitely see you on the inside. Go ahead and click join. Once you click on that link or once you head on over to that link, you're going to see all the information about the challenge. Once you join me, you're going to be redirected to join our pop-up Facebook group where all the training will be happening starting Saturday, August 15th, 2020 at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's Saturday, August 15th at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. I will see you there. No worries, because yeah, your 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 mission with your content is for people to say, Oh my goodness, you you know, were you in my head? This is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. If you're not getting comments like that ever, then you're not posting the right content. Uh. <laughs> and then if you're stuck on what to post get your people on zoom or on a phone call and then that will all change you know and i love that advice because it's so common sense like we should naturally think okay like if i want to know what they think just ask but i think so many of us are like just kind of spinning our wheels and trying to figure out what they're thinking never really understanding that it's as simple as just again, calling or Zoom or whatever works for them um, and just asking them, you know, do you think even like a survey, like for people that are maybe very busy, that are kind of like, oh, I really don't have time, not even half an hour, you like a quick survey where they can just kind of give their responses? Yeah, well, with that as well, I would then be thinking, okay, my audience is so busy, mm. what content is going to help them? That again would be like, alarm bells okay if they're so busy that they can't even get on a 30 minute call with me what you know what are they doing like you know what are they struggling with is it time management is it productivity are they not delegating are they not outsourcing so i would probably push to get them on the phone so you can work that out 
Oh, so okay. if they don't have 30 minutes, I would say, okay, um, actually I could probably wrap it up really quickly in 15 minutes because then I would be asking them what their issues and mindset are around time. So is it just an excuse they're giving to themselves or is it something deeper? Because again, you can use that in your content. Oh, oh I love that. See? <laughs> Because you think that way. That's good. Yes. <laughs> I but would have I'm to say, oh, well, I'll send, you a, you know, I'll send you a survey. But I love that you thought about it a little bit deeper. Yeah, because people write differently to how they would speak. Uh, so like if we were doing this as a written blog, it would be completely different. Right. But because we're doing it audio, it's a podcast. You know, people get to hear how we speak and like the energy is very different and that's what you want to hear from those people that you are surveying got it and i feel like when you write just like when you text someone you get to review it before you send it and like quote unquote perfect it and make it sound yes. like the way you think they want to hear <laughs> you know it's like it's this like ridiculous thing that we do i feel like it has to be perfect it's what you think they want to hear it's you know make it i don't know it's super weird that's why i love that you said that because yes i feel like a phone call where they can just literally respond what they're thinking they don't have to like review it to make sure they give you like the perfect copy of what they're trying to say so Thank you for sharing that because that's good. Um, so in regards, to, in regards to posting, so we talked about kind of how to figure out what you can post, which is the, the pain points and just solutions to hopefully some of the obstacles issues that your ideal client is having. Um, how often should you post? And yeah, like, is there like a strategy to that that you feel works? Okay, so I get this question a lot and my answer is always, post as much as you can whilst being consistent okay so if you can only come up with three posts per week consistently only post three times per week if you know that your weekends are crazy busy because you have a family and you know things are a bit crazy so you know that you're Sometimes maybe you might be able to post on a Saturday. Sometimes you might be able to post on Sunday and some week, you know, some weekends you don't. I would take that away from yourself. Don't put yourself under that amount of stress or pressure and concentrate on Monday to Friday instead. So I always post Monday to Friday once a day on Instagram. Some people I know post like on a Tuesday and Thursday. Other people I know post uh, a Wednesday, like Wednesday, Friday and Sunday, but they are consistent. So your audience will know when to expect a post from you. So my audience know to expect a post Monday to Friday. Someone else I follow, I know she posts on a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday and that's it. So I know not to expect a post from her. Whereas if you're inconsistent, you're kind of like all over the place and people don't know when to expect content from you so it's harder to like build that community because you're not showing up when you say that you're going to show up and then they kind of see you as like untrustworthy or unreliable so if you can only post consistently three times per week stick with that 
Okay. I love that. I think consistency is definitely key. I think it says, and it's funny because as you're talking and you're telling me, oh, they'll think you're trustworthy or they'll think this. It's like, it's crazy how just from that simple activity, people will pull out who, how you are and who you are, and, you know, yeah. all these personalities are like, you wouldn't think, but I love that you mentioned that because I agree, you know, there's people that I, that I follow that I can tell, you know, kind of what, what they do and how they do it. And like you said, we kind of condition, we're conditioned to trust that that's the way it's going to be. So even though you're not telling them, I'm going to be posting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, be prepared at two o'clock PM, you know, because you're doing it, it conditions your mind to be waiting and be prepared to receive that content on those days at that time. So that's good. That's good. Um, what I'm hearing is really just kind of do what works for you and kind of just stick with it. Is that really what you encourage? Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like there's so much pressure on, on us to kind of create a social media strategy that works just for our audience but actually it really needs to work for you as well so if you are thinking oh my goodness i need to post at 7 a.m on instagram monday to friday but if you have like kids obviously you know when we're back to normal if you have kids that need breakfast they need to get dressed they need to clean their teeth they need to find their shoes they need to find their school bag and they need to get to school all before like what eight nine o'clock that is just not going to happen let's be realistic you know you're you're not going to have time to write a caption that is meaningful has the right energy find the right hashtags whilst all of that is going on however if you think okay at eight o'clock on an evening i have time to myself where i can think i can write a really compelling caption with the right energy post at 8 p.m because that will work for you and your audience will just be like, okay, yeah, Katie, she posts at eight o'clock every evening. That's fine. Because as well, like people are always on social media, let's be honest. Like yes. how many times do we open Instagram on our phones per day? Like a million times. Correct. So, you know, if you have the right caption and you're, you're creating the right content for your audience, they, you know, they will be there and they will engage with you. Got it. So another thing that I've heard, Katie, is, and I don't know if this is true or not, but making like maybe a question out of the very first sentence of your post, because a lot of times what I've noticed, and I'm sure everyone has noticed this, you can't see the whole um, post, you know, right away or the, the text of it. And they only kind of see like a line or two of it. Um, is like, how do you encourage your clients to catch people's attention? Not only obviously with the photograph, but with that little bit of that caption. Yeah, so your photograph is kind of like the, the scroll stopper. So that's what you want them to do. And then your head, so ideally you want a headline as the first line. And it could kind of, it, it doesn't have to be like the first line of your caption. It can just be a headline of what you're talking about in that caption. So for example, if I was going to be talking about um, how to get more engagement on Instagram um, and perhaps I was telling people that they needed to do this strategy with three tips, 
my headline would probably be like would you love more eyes on your accounts because mm. people are like oh okay right what what is katie going to say now so then i could be like you know i've i've tried out um these amazing strategy tips over the last year they've worked really well for me why don't you give them a try tip one tip two tip three let me know which tip you find the most helpful so you want the headline you want you know the value part of your caption followed by a call to action which is just a question that you want to ask your audience so whether it's a question or you want to send them to the link in your bio or if you want them to um, you know leave a comment anything like that that is your call to action and that's super important to have on the bottom of every single post awesome and you know before I learned that specific tip I wouldn't do that and it was like why aren't people you know it's almost like you think they're in your head which they're not like you have to tell them what to do next in yes. order for them for them to like do what you expect them to do like I feel like a lot of times we expect them to do something just because that's what we're thinking that they're gonna do based on what we post and it's not true agree yeah we've kind of and as well if you um haven't like asked your audience to leave a comment before you will need to do it a few times before they kind of learn that that's what you know you want from them so yeah i always say to people like the first time you put out a call to action like don't be horrified if no one leaves a comment that's okay they just haven't got used to that yet but after a few more times they will start commenting i promise <laughs> And I think especially when you are creating content that is, like you said, specifically created for them, because I've noticed and I've kind of played around with it a little bit, where depending on what kind of pain points I target, I'll get more engagement and more comments and more likes. And there's like share, you know, not shares because you can't share on Instagram, but like, oh, you know, can I, can I uh, screenshot and share this? So, and I'm amazed at which ones they are, because like you mentioned earlier, is that the ones that I expect to be the ones yeah. that, you know, you know, people are going to love. But again, going back to experimenting and being willing to kind of put, you know, yourself out there because yes, what we know, not everyone knows, not everyone has mindset that we do, not everyone has had the education, the tools, the knowledge that we've gained over years of experience of whatever it is that we're an expert in. Um, the, the last question I would love for you to share is anything, is there anything else that you feel when you're working with your clients, specifically on Instagram visibility, um, that you feel helps them out? Any like kind of last minute tips that you would love to share? Yeah, so I think the most important thing is actually having your Instagram bio set mm -hmm. up to attract your ideal client. So it should be like who you help and how you help them. So we're, I don't want this <laughs> to sound really mean, but we're not really interested if you're a coffee addict or if you are a crazy dog lady, unless your <laughs> business is about coffee or about dogs. Like people aren't interested. People just want to know what they're going to get from your account and how you can help them. But, you know, it's, they're in it for themselves. Yes. And that's absolutely fine because, you know, we don't want to follow everyone on Instagram. 
but looking at your bio, they will decide within a few few seconds whether they are going to follow you or not. So it's just super important to have that set up to attract your ideal client. I love when you said, I love that you said that, <laughs> that they don't care if you're this or you're that. They just want to know, what can I get? Yeah. You know, what can I get from you right now? And in a couple seconds, like you said, that's how long it takes to read that bio. They need to learn that right away so they can make that decision quickly. So that is good. That's, that's probably one of my favorite tips actually, <laughs> because I think if, if people can get on that right away, then they can scroll down because I don't care how amazing everything looks and how amazing your content is. If they don't choose to follow you, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. And a lot of people make the mistake of um, not being really clear, like how, how they can help people or who they serve. So if your content isn't clear either, people are kind of like, I don't even know what this account is about. So that, that's really important. So if you kind of like on your Instagram grid, if you like, you know, different photos, um, so um, perhaps there's a photo of you, perhaps there's a photo of you out on a walk, perhaps there's a photo of you and your family. If it's not clear, like from your photos, you need to make sure that bio is like, spot on so make sure it's like in full sentences as well so that works really well so it literally can be like your uh, i help statement so i help insert who help by how you help them so that they can you know what what they want to achieve okay that's perfect that's perfect. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into my bio and double check <laughs> and make any changes that I need to make because I'm thinking right now, like, do I have stuff on there that really people don't care about? So I'm going to have to double check on that. Thank you for that tip. So the last question I have for you, Katie, which is a question that I ask every single one of my guests, it is my favorite question to ask because I love hearing the answer. It has nothing to do with our topic today. So just FYI. Um, and I don't think I sent it to you. So it'll be, uh, it'll be your, your true and real answer. <laughs> Um, no time to prepare. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't wait. I, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one, I promise. Um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time and speak to the younger Katie and just give her two or three pieces of advice that you believe would empower, encourage, and support her on kind of that journey that she's about to, to start. Um, and you pick the time, obviously, but what two, three pieces of advice would you offer the younger you that you believe would really support her on that journey? That's so easy. Mindset. Work on your mindset. You can do whatever you put your mind to. 100%, it would be that. Awesome. I agree. I agree. I think mindset, the more and more that I talk about it, because somehow I've been like talking a lot about mindset lately. Um, I have a challenge going on about mindset and then just, it just keeps on popping up and I understand how powerful it is. And for me, you know, I keep on thinking back in time and every single time, every single obstacle, every maybe bad experience, painful experience that I've come across throughout my life. It's always been the fact that I've had that mindset like strong and it's been able to always like push me forward instead of keeping me stuck or pulling me back. So I love that you mentioned that because I a thousand percent agree. Yeah, honestly, like so many people just don't realize how important it is. But if you are running a business, 
I would say 80% of your business is about your mindset and 20% is actually about your business. The work, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if, yeah, I, I wish like, um, you know, I learned about it. So like basically as a child, I, I think my life would be completely different if I had it in my life back then. Mm. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know, one of the things that I tell people that I wish our school systems would teach, I don't think any of them do this, but if they could teach emotional time and money management. Yes. If they can just teach those three things that we all need at every single point in our lives. Yeah, instead of like, like algebra. Yeah, <laughs> right. Stuff that we can just Google about. We can't Google like how to manage our emotions because it's no. a personal thing that we have to really learn from the inside out. But I'm like, if, we, if they could just teach us how to like get that stuff under control and how to maybe where to go if it's out of control, who to talk yes. to. Um, I think everybody would be amazing. It's just, we have such a challenge. I've seen people that are extremely smart. that have such a lack of money management skills or time management skills or emotional management skills that I'm like, man, if they could just get that under control, like they would skyrocket everything they do. But you know, we have to do it on our own. That's why we have to take that personal responsibility and like yeah. just work on ourselves through our mindset. And that kind of leads us everywhere else. Absolutely. And it's something that just doesn't happen overnight as well. Um, it, it's definitely, it's like a muscle. You have to kind of flex it on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you know what I, I feel and I have found that so many times we kind of get hit with these thoughts and these insecurities and these doubts and these fears. They pop out of nowhere. Like, it's not like you can really plan for them unless you're working on your mindset every single day, unless you're doing whatever it is people do. I do visualization, I do meditation, I, I read a lot and I listen a lot to podcasts and books and whatnot. So that's like my constant feeding my mind and growing that muscle because I agree. I mean, it has to be a daily thing and it doesn't have to be anything difficult. I feel like when we, when I tell people like you have to work on it daily, they're like, I don't have an hour to like study a mindset book or whatever. I'm like, just listen to something positive, anything that's going to feed your mind, that's going to help you think a different thought. And that's yes. the way you can exercise it, you know, while you're doing everything else. Yeah. So the people as well who say that they don't have time for mindset work are the people that need it the, most. Need it the most. I agree. Oh, I so agree with that. I feel yeah. like they're and kind it, of running away. <laughs> yeah. And I always say to people when they say I don't, so I'm like, oh, you know, it can take 15 minutes per day. And if they say I don't have time and they're like, okay, you need to do half an hour per day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's double that. You got another yeah. one? Let's triple it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next excuse. Come on. <laughs> no, it's true though. I, I so agree. I, Cause I've had people say that and I'm like, come on, like, I guess my response to that always is, all right, that's just an excuse. Let's think about that a little bit longer because that's just an excuse that you just don't want to do it. So my thing is, if you don't want to do it, that's okay. You don't want to do Absolutely. it, don't, you know, but don't tell yourself you don't have time. Like I want to do it, but I don't have time because gosh, pop in your headphones, you know, and while you're washing dishes, while you're out for a walk, while you're driving somewhere, that's, I mean, that's where I do all of mine. I never, I don't think I never, ever really sit down and like listen to something and take notes. And I just listen to the, the same thing like 10 times so I can make sure I catch everything mm. without missing what I, you know, need to, to hear. Yeah, definitely. And 
yeah you, you don't realize as well like how easy it is to get through like podcasts or audio books if you've got your headphones in and just yeah. you know doing your usual like chores around the house right right absolutely oh this was good katie thank you so much so um, the last thing is, if anyone wants to learn more, would love to work with you, would love to obviously follow you because you have some great tips and advice, um, where can they go? Obviously, you know, on, on Instagram, um, do you have a website? Where can they connect with you? So they can come and connect with me on Instagram. I'm at business underscore wonderland. Um, and you'll know it's me because my feed is blue and it's just photos of me. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Business Wonderland on Facebook and I have a Facebook group which co is called, Leslie, you'll love this, it's called Mindful Social Media. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. I love the title. It tells you exactly what you're going to get. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Two things. Number one, head on over to Facebook groups, type in We Lead Society and click join. That is a Facebook group community that I've created for female entrepreneurs and aspiring female entrepreneurs. So those of you in the making, there's great daily encouragement, inspiration, support, lots of love in the community. So make sure you head on over to Facebook groups and click join and also number two make sure that you subscribe if you haven't yet that you rate the podcast and if you're feeling extra generous go ahead and leave a review it just helps us to reach way more people all right thank you again